Hey guys, just jumping on real quick here to talk about Anchor. If you haven't heard of it, Anchor is through Spotify. It's one of the easiest ways just to be able to produce a podcast. It's got everything you need in just one place. So Anchor has the tools. It allows you to record, edit, do everything you need to make a podcast right from your phone or your computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcasts on different platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many different more. It's an awesome tool. I love using it. I've been using it for a little bit now. And the cool thing about it is it's absolutely free. So if you're interested in starting up a podcast, if you're interested in getting involved in podcast work, then download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Maybe I can actually do this. Then that inner critic pops in your head and you're like, wait a second, maybe I can't. Do you struggle to see the future? Do you struggle to be like, who am I out of this abuse or who am I to start off with that I don't even know what's going on? A lot of times when you've been within trauma and you've grown either grown up in that or you've been through that with a partner or in a job or whatever it might be, people struggle to be able to figure out that idea of the future and what's actually happening. I want to be able to share a little bit with you about The Narcissist in Your Life by Julie Hall. And it talks about the aspect of how to process your foreshortened sense of the future. And this touches based on like a symptom of CPTSD and like how it actually affects and also gives some ideas. So I want to be able to share a little bit over here. People who experience trauma often internalize feelings of insecurity and hopelessness about life and their own survival. Children from narcissistic families, particularly ones who were routinely devalued, may carry the sense that their life is precarious and their future is somehow un- unimaginable, impossible, or doomed. The feeling may be vague sense that you will die young or not experience a normal lifetime that most people do more or less take for granted. Or it may be a feeling of impending death. Growing up, you may have difficulty seeing yourself as an adult, reaching normal milestones in which having a home, committed relationships, job, career, family, without even consciously realizing, realizing, realizing it, you might have believed you were unworthy of or somehow incapable of those things. As an adult, you may carry the persistent belief that your life will be cut short, that things you hope for or you dare to hope for are not possible for you. When other people talk of the future, you may feel a sense of disassociation from your own and marvel at those who have confidence in having full, stable lives. Your foreshortened sense of your own future is a symptom of CPTSD that comes from the direct or implied messages in your family, such as the following. So listen up real quick. I want to see if some of these resonate with you. We're going to talk about them real quick and then also give you some ideas to be able to help work on healing this process and help build that confidence back. All right. First one, your life is unimportant or worthless. There's little or no hope and support for you in the world. You can't function on your own. You feel like you're incapable of having a normal, healthy or a good life. You can't do what most people do. You'll never be able to hold down a job. No one will ever want or love you. You don't deserve good things. It's wrong, selfish, foolish, dangerous to have goals for yourself. You're a part of an underclass of the undeserving. You aren't smart, attractive, lovable enough to expect happiness or success. You're destined to screw up your life. Your family will undermine or destroy anything good in your life. Everyone in your family is a mess, and you are too. 
and you can never overcome your past. Messages like these are devastating to a young person starting out in life or a person that's been with a narcissist oftentimes will believe a lot of these things. As I was reading through that, is there some of those that you resonate with or that connects with you of like, wow, like that's something I struggle with. In adulthood, illnesses, financial woes, which often go together, are more common in people with CPTSD, may amplify a foreshortened future mentality. The instability that frequently comes with physical problems and money worries and money worries tend to breed more of the same and creates a vicious cycle of disability, unemployment, debt, hopelessness, isolation, and the list goes on and on. Doubting your future is a deeply painful and demoralizing state of mind, and one that you may have lived lived with to some extent for years without understanding that is a result of trauma. You may think you're a pessimist for harboring such feelings or believe that you can't expect better, but a distorted and a fatalistic view of your future is not something you have to settle for. It is important for you, for your well-being, and for the people who care about you, especially your kids, if you have any, that you address this belief system and take steps to move beyond it. What you've experienced is a fundamental loss of faith and feeling of disconnection. A lot of times these are some of the thoughts and feelings that people struggle with when they're going through the aspect of CPTSD. So complex post-traumatic stress. And a lot of times you'll have people that get that CPTSD after being either growing up in a narcissistic family or being with a narcissist. It gives you the idea of the crazy making of like what just happened to me. I don't understand what I just went through. I don't understand like how they could have done this to me. I don't understand how they said they loved me, but then they just left. And it starts to put in all these thoughts and all these ideas because the narcissist has groomed you for so long to get you to the place where you think you can't operate without them. I talk to people on a one-on-one basis around the world daily that struggle with this, that struggle with the concept of, I don't know if I can go take care of getting a new water heater because they always told me I was too stupid to do that. I don't know if I can go fix something around the house because they always devalued me when I tried to work on something. I don't know if I can go out with friends because they always abused me when I came back mentally and verbally of how could I do that to them. I don't know and the list goes on and on. Because when you've been with a toxic person, they've groomed you to feel like they're your bread and butter. They're the only person that can sustain you, that can put up with you, that can do anything. And when you start to step out of that, when you start to get free from the narcissist and start to think, maybe I can actually do this, then that inner critic pops in your head and you're like, wait a second, maybe I can't. Because I've always been told that I can't. I've always been told that I'm not good enough. I'm not, I've always been told that I'm not worth it. And you start to think and devalue yourself. I want to caution you if you're going through this and you're thinking those negative thoughts to really kind of put them on trial and say like, hey, are these actually telling the correct story of what's happened in my life? So when I work with people in, in coaching and in one-on-ones, like one of the things I focus on is to change your story, to change your life. Because ultimately, if you can change what you're believing, if you can change what you're seeing to acknowledge the truth of the situation, not what they told you and not what they put you through, but you can actually see, hey, this is what's going on. 
I can find healing, growth, and change in understanding the truth of the situation. That's when you start taking back your power. You start changing the story in your mind to start believing in a new reality, in a new possibility, not the one that they put you in, not the fog that they put you in that kept you under the fear, obligation, and guilt that said you aren't good enough. Because it's not true. I want to give you a couple, couple tidbits, a couple ideas of ways to be able to build confidence in your life and in your future when you're struggling with these ideas. Number one, create a timeline of your major life accomplishments so far. Like just sit down, write it out. What have I actually done in my life? Because so often the narcissist has, has told you that you're not good enough or that you haven't accomplished things. And we're talking about people that have accomplished amazing things. But then when you're a narcissist, it gets all devalued and torn down. Make a photo album or scrapbook of important events or highlights in your life. I actually went there. I actually did that. I experienced this. This was really cool. This is awesome. Make moments and memories that you remember. Hey, like you've done a lot of things. Write down goals that you have for the future, including professional and personal goals. Majority of the country does not write down goals, much less even have goals. People that write down goals are, are a lot farther ahead of actually doing those. The people that review those goals on a day-to-day -day basis are almost destined to complete those. Write down those goals. Chase after your vision. Chase after your future. Make short-term and long-term social or travel plans. Challenge yourself to make plans for one week from now, one year from now, and five years from now. Where are you thinking in the future? Don't let the narcissist, the toxic person in your life, limit your imagination of what is actually possible because they will do that. You're capable of more. There's more possibilities out there than what you can imagine. Read inspirational quotes and stories about people who overcome hardship. I don't think it gets touted enough or shown enough like to say, like, wait a second, take a look at everything you've accomplished. Take a look at everything you've done, but also take a look that you survived. You've gotten through a crazy relationship that is geared to make you crazy, that is geared to mess with your emotions, your mental stability, and oftentimes put you in a dangerous situation, not just mentally, not just emotionally, but physically, sexually, like so many different things that have came into your life that have climaxed in this relationship and that you're out now, you've survived. That of itself is amazing in a lot of different scenarios and a lot of different stories. Mentions here to join a faith-based organization. Find something you can volunteer in. Find something that's going to pull you outside of you to be able to help and work with others. Challenge yourself to do something you wanted to do, such as planting a garden, building a deck, taking up drawing, learning another language, or running a marathon. Start to think through, this is what I want to do. Let me go ahead and chase those dreams. Reach out to friends and share your steps with them. It's not enough just to write down your goals. Not, it's not enough to think your goals. You got to write them down. It's not enough just to write them down. You got to review them. It's not enough just to review them. You got to communicate them because the more you actually communicate them to other people of, hey, I want to actually do this. Let's make this happen. That's when you start thinking farther ahead and you start actually following through with your goals. When you follow through with your goals, you start living congruent with who you want to be. And that's what builds that confidence day to day.